My name is Aaron, and I'm here to say you're listening to Lame in a major way. We got Aaron and Jenry and Charlie, too. We got the whole city council in the room. Yeah. All right. I'm so... Uh, yes. Yes, folks. You know, I accidentally just woke up from a sort of unplanned, uh, sleeping, unconscious scenario. I don't know how long I've been out, honestly. Um, That's a metaphor for 2020. No, it's not. Um, I was alive in like, I was aware of the passage of time. Um, but I'm been, I woke up and I didn't even know it was Thursday anymore. It was, it was, it was not good. Did you hear me play the banjo at all? I'm glad you were playing the banjo. Um, well, I closed my door though, so you wouldn't hear it. Uh, I didn't want to wake you up. You know, this is so dumb. I don't want to get into the politics of why I'm so sleepy today. Um, especially because we just got, um, such a great uplift by the um, by the rap. So you know what we're. Well, it's it's the tenth of June in the year of our Lord two thousand twenty one. Um, we kind of already did intros, but I'm Aaron. And I'm Jenry. We. This is lame. The uh, Lexington um, off beat, but off is spelled with an A. Oh God. <laughs> um, marks this experience. You can follow us on Twitter at LamePod. You can email us at LexLamePod at gmail.com. Um, speaking of emailing us and getting in t- contact with us on Twitter, we have stickers designed mm-hmm. by Claire Thompson. They're very, very beautiful, and they are all around our urban landscape. Um, and if you want one, they can be yours for free. We will we will mail them to you. Um, if you email us your address or where you would like us to send them to, uh, we will send them in the mail to wherever you tell us to, um, completely for free. So if you want stickers, go on Twitter. We have some pictures up on there. They're very pretty, very well designed. And uh, if you don't want us to mail them to you, but you still want the stickers, we can work something out. Just DM us or email us. A limited time offer. Limited time offer. We only have a limited stickers. They're calling it the sticker. Okay. Um you have here written down that is the um and ladies and gentlemen i am also just as incredulous as you by this this is the 10th of june yule 2021 year of our lord ah cool all right that's kind of wicked um uh we have I um, i love god in my socialist podcast that's right um i have some announcements oh all right um Build a better Lexington, or build a livable Lexington is actually the name of this here. Wow, lots um, of people interested in building Lexington. Yes, and uh, on well, you'd be surprised. Um, on June thirtieth uh, this year at twelve p.m., uh, there's going to be a Zoom meeting uh, that will be about zoning laws. If you're interested, um, the Coalition for Livable Lexington is organizing it. It's on Zoom. It's cool. The link for the registration for that will be in the show notes. Also, we talked about the Justice for North Northfolk, North Fork, if I could say that right. Hmm. Justice for North Fork, uh, last episode. What's the update? Um, they are having a Moorhead party. They're having a party at Moorhead. Um, it's at the Moorhead City Park. It's at 1 o'clock, and it's this Saturday. Um, so... It's uh, it's very exciting. If you want to register, you can go on Facebook, um, and you can hang out with Justice for North Fork people um, in Moorhead this Saturday. That's at one o'clock, and the link will the link for that will also be in the show notes. 
Wow, big party, everyone. COVID's over, if you don't know. Um, and uh, at time of recording, um, uh, tomorrow the mask mandate will be dropped. Um, and uh, let me say this, folks. Um, uh, I guess tomorrow will be... I don't know. I, I'm assuming tomorrow is going to be my last uh, full day of wearing a mask at my job. And um, uh, I, I guess I got to do something memorable for it. You guys, a little photo of me maybe with the masks on. I don't know. Um, so you got to have a mask party. Mask party. Everyone get as close as you can, but bring those bring those beautiful facial coverings. Do, um, uh, do what I call a COVID kiss. And that's where you, with masks on, you just kiss people. I hate that. Um, so this is a, if you haven't figured it out yet, a news and editorial podcast from various perspectives, which only on certain episodes do we dis, um, do we uh, elect to tell you those. Um, mostly editorial. Mostly editorial, folks, um, especially today. Uh, you know, I've been, I've been in such, such a rough, and as you can hear, a congested state. Um, so... Really just brought you some six, six scoops by Beth Musgrave and then a little bit of my own little um, research to help compile and understand what's going on in our Lexington. But uh, mostly, mm, it's mostly Beth Musgrave. That's really, I mean, that's really what the paper was today. It wasn't the Herald leader, it was the Herald Beth, Beth Musgrave. Well, what's interesting, I will get to it, but um, there's a whole section of articles that I was looking at for this one thing. They were all behind, they were all like subscriber-only articles, which I found interesting. Um, but we're subscribers. We are, and uh, we're here to make sure that every um, uh, paywalled thing of note makes it out on the uh, public airwaves of RSS feeds. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, remember, this is an essential service we provide. Speaking of essential services being provided, we covered it very early on in our podcast, back when we were still sitting on the floor and my joints were dying. Um, we're, of course, talking about uh, the web parking garage on uh, High Street that collapsed, Aaron being literal boots on the ground out there. Um, getting the fresh scoop on that. Well, I have an even fresher scoop. Um, they're demolishing all of it. Um, and what will they be rebuilding on this very uh, highly uh, valuable, highly desirable downtown land? Subway. Like the sandwich shop. Oh, God, that'd be kind of funny. No, they're building just another parking lot. Oh, uh, even yeah. worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Pretty miserable. Um, I have an interesting article it comes to us from Perryville, Kentucky. Perryville, Kentucky, as everyone knows, um, uh, its one gimmick is that uh, there was a big Civil War battle that took place at Perryville, and um, it's a big thing. You can go and see reenactments of it. I've done it. It's fun. It's cute. Um, and that's Perryville, right? So there was the the battle reenactment had a logo designed by one of the local newspapers to promote the event was happening and it's they liked the logo about the battle so much that the city was like this is our logo and they made that logo into a flag right um so far we have yet to detect an issue um or well here it is Oh no! Windows update strikes again. I guys, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you. A little, little tech talk over here, folks. Um, I'm so look. Um, I'm so done with Windows 10. Lame does not endorse Windows 10. Yeah, let me just go. Oh, second, folks, you too. Take a second to silence your phone. Where's my phone? Well, I was just, I was just seeing. Oh, you were just uh, checking. 
I'm that, taking this opportunity to uh, to silence my phone, put the bad boy on do not disturb. Um, what, what were you looking at there? I was, well, I was, actually, I don't remember what I was, che- oh, because mm-hmm. I was checking the time because I wanted to see how long you've been awake for because um, it's been less than one hour. Oh, yeah, it's been less than, I don't want to get into the full, but what we do got to get into is that, anyway, so um, this was a battle between the United States and the Confederacy. <laughs> this is a civil war. So naturally on this logo, off to the side, a little there, little Confederate flag, little American flag, and they're like fighting. Um, and uh, people, uh, very interesting town, Pikeville, Perryville. Whoa, my, my sincere apologies to Pikeville and Perryville. The the uh, the fine people that run Perryville like do a lot of their administering via Facebook, which is um both disturbing and a little interesting. Um, and they uh, received a proposition on Facebook, and they're like, you know, you should uh, put the Perryville flag up down downtown next to the American flag. Um, so when uh they when a, a counselor went and brought this proposition out to um city hall to make this in a sort of official revolution uh sorry resolution um people were like but wait it's got it's got that bad flag on it we don't want this um and turns out uh not not even the person who uh, submitted the motion wants it the people uh the city council of pikeville was so uh so dearly okay what not, are you doing over not here pikeville oh my god Perryville, Perryville, for, folks. For for the audience's reference, if you don't know where Perryville is, it's yeah. by Danville. Yeah, basically everything down there is. Well, where's uh, where's south of Harrodsburg, west of Danville. Oh wow, I could. Well, maybe I'll take a little. Maybe I'll take a little trip out of there, do some boots in the ground, you know. Um. Anyway, so they hold a um unofficial little Facebook poll of people that follow the city and they're like, should we replace our disgusting abhorrent flag? And a majority of the city was like, no, we don't know. I, we're not interested in that. Um, and this is where we get a quote um, from councilwoman Kelly Gray saying, that's really embarrassing. <laughs> people are blind to how it could be hurtful or offensive to others. Full quote. Um, and, I find that deeply interesting, folks, um, because let me say this. Um, was the Confederacy a um, a right wing rebel, a right wing racist rebellion to uh, maintain the slavery of a, a certain um, demographic of people? Yes. Right. Is anyone dying at the sight of this very tiny little flag within a flag? I don't know. Um I don't know how much of an issue this is to people, but the councilors on city council seem to be taking it very seriously, which um, immediately puts me with a little bit of suspicion. Um, Here's one thing I'll say. Yeah. And that's um, the Confederacy was around for, what, like five years? Um, yes. YouTube has been around for 10 years or a little bit more than that. But nobody, you don't see anybody like going around with like YouTube flags. What are you? Because people are like, oh, this is maybe the-, <laughs> the most wretched take on this podcast we've ever given. What YouTube you- is YouTube is more influential than the Confederacy. But it's, uh, but people are like, but people are like, it, oh, my, my <laughs> Confederate heritage. YouTube's not a, like a a political state. I don't know. I'm it's sorry, I had to yet. break this to. You. Fuck, that's that's <laughs> disturbing. That's deeply disturbing. Um, 
This is the look. They can't all be good episodes. Uh, I <laughs> I won't even accept this criticism. Um, folks, the summer is here. COVID <laughs> is over. Thank you, Mr. CDC, for declaring that so. Um, and uh, as such, um, it's people are getting very very wild out here, folks. Um, and uh, so wild, in fact, some could say that uh. You know, not even our city councilors are um, immune to it. They're off Zoom. They're back in person. And um, they are going feral, folks. Two articles today for you from the Herald Leader, courtesy of Beth Musgrave. Um, so this is about, this is following up on what we covered, in, I want to say the last episode, the uh, Scott County dump. Um, in a previous episode. In a previous episode, yeah. Um so the council voted eight to four um, to pass a resolution um, that uh, to, in, um, let me just see, quote, would encourage state environmental officials to allow waste services the bluegrasses in central Kentucky landfill to expand um, uh, against Scott County's wishes, right? Um, Mayor Linda Gorton says that she does not support the city interfering or trying to sway state officials on the land use issues in another county. Officials with Waste Service of the Bluegrass, which operate the Central Kentucky Landfill in Scott County, a um, private contractor of the of Lexington, um, asked the council last month to write the state environmental cabinet about overturning Scott County's waste management plan, which was adopted in just which was adopted in August. Other county judge executives and mayors with contracts with Waste Service of the Bluegrass have sent letters to the state environmental cabinet officials. Um, the Scott Waste Plan no longer allows for out-of-county trash, including Fayette County trash. It also caps the amount of trash allowed at a landfill. Each county has, has its own solid waste plan. Scott County followed that process, and each has decided to not want that landfill to continue to operate, Gordon said during a Thursday, Tuesday council work session. That's this Tuesday, folks. That was the 8th. Um, each county... Uh, as the city's interests are protected, she said. Waste services contract with the city requires it to find... Oh, no. <coughs> oh my God. Ah, ah, this summer, this sweet summer air is destroying me, folks. The chaos, the pure chaos. The I will say ca- the 8-4 to four vote, it was the progressive split because um, yeah. Liz, Liz Sheehan um, and Hannah Legree... Uh, didn't agree. You are really stepping on my article right oh, now. I'm sorry. Um, but no, I mean, it's true. It was a very interesting split um, of what it voted. And it's very, it's, with each passing day, it's getting more and more difficult to call, uh, to call people like uh, Liz Sheehan um, progressive. Um, Jennifer Reynolds didn't even vote. Jennifer Reynolds did not even vote. Legendary. Classic Jennifer Reynolds. <laughs> God, guys, I'm so sorry. I'm dying out of here. Um, uh, Councilman David Kloiber, um, everyone's favorite LC grad, said Gordon didn't consider regionality in her analysis. If we do not have to go bid for an emergency pickup, there's going to be a large cost associated with that to the people of our city, Kloiber said. Gordon stood her ground. This is not so much about regionalism, Gordon said. This is as if Fayette County had decided not to take more trash, and other counties say, no, we want you to take more. Thank you, Mayor Gordon, um, for the uh, little lesson over here. Lexington had originally awarded this uh, contract. Oh, we already know that. You already know that because you're a longtime listener of the podcast. Um, So... 
Waste Service of the Bluegrass has, ch has challenged this waste management plan, and the issue is currently pending before an administrative law judge um, with the Kentucky Energy and Environmental Cabinet. In addition, there are several lawsuits between Scott County and Waste Service of the Bluegrass just over the expansion of the landfill. Many council, council members said that they should support the city solid waste contractor dispute contractor in its dispute with Scott County. It's Josh McKern back again. Um, the only time he speaks is to defend these people. Quote, we are simply asking for an expansion of this landfill, said Councilmember Josh McKern. Um, but uh, um, other council members says this is obviously a judicial process. It would not be appropriate for the city to get involved with a quasi-judicial action, whatever this means. Beth Musgrave, I have great faith in you, though. I'm a little concerned about getting involved in another municipality's solid waste plans at Councilwoman Superman Land. So we're in a we're in a dispute, right? But just when you thought the notch, the dial couldn't be turned any further, here it is. And this is sort of like um, this is some fucking evil, like mask, not mask off, but like the uh, the curtain starting to fall away on this one. Right before the vote, Lamb raised another question about resolution, and then. Councilman Preston Worley, who is the council parliamentarian, which is news to all of us, right? Is that, what, is that like uh, some editorialism or is that like his official title? I think it I, it would be insane for this to be an editorialism, right? It would be absolutely insane if Beth Musgrave was like, this guy has got his hands in too many buckets. I don't know. Who knows? I'm assuming this is an official position. Um, it'd be so funny if it wasn't. Um, if you know it, if you know the answer, DM us. I'm yeah, sure. if you know the answer, DM us. Be nice. I'm dying out here. Um, or not. I don't know. I don't care. I don't. I. I I'm not the one that, that that reads the DMs. They have to. You have to. Uh, uh, before every DM addressed to me, you need to put like uh, ATTN colon Jenry. <laughs> um, Councilman Preston Worley called a point of order, saying that Lamb had already spoken twice on the resolution. Council rules typically limit council members to speaking only twice on an issue unless the court council suspends the rules. Um, Lamb, of course, was um, uh, and, um, you know, in opposition to this resolution, um, and uh, Worley tries to call the vote to stop her from speaking because she's like, fuck you, rules are bullshit. Um, this, is, this is government, damn it. Um, and uh, eventually, eventually, um, the people who votes in favor were, as expected, Worley, McCorn, McKern, and Kloiber. Maloney voted for this. Plowman voted for this. Um, and then, uh, distressing, um, distressingly, Liz Sheehan and James Brown. I don't know, distressingly. I don't know where I side on this, folks, honestly. Um, where, where people put garbage is a, is a difficult issue. Um, uh, against it, Lamb, Vice Mayor Steve Kay, Hannah Agree, and that Baxter woman, which is, I'm... Really? Yeah. We not much from her. I good i mean she's just a real estate agent she's um, under the radar yeah i mean i mean my eyes are locked on her I, I'm, I'm watching her every move on this council please so uh, so explain to me like what is what is stopping fayette county from having just making their own landfill in the county uh we used to have our own landfills in the county and then we're like we don't want our own landfills in our county we want to give it to scott county um, we don't want to put the d trash in our county anymore. It's, I mean, it's a classic example of just like, I don't want to deal with my own trash sort of mm -hmm. deal, right? We put out so much garbage. 
Why don't Scott Connie? T- why doesn't Scott Gowney take it? Um, you know, just I mean, it's a good old trash fight, which you love to see. I mean, this is like textbook dumb uh, city council stuff. Um, uh, after this vote, Lamb goes on and says, "Quote to Worley, quote I don't appreciate what just happened." I don't appreciate my colleague not pointing out that my colleague had spoken more than twice. I'm just going to say that. I don't expect a response. Harsh, harsh, boiling words from um, for a council person. Gordon reminded the council that the, after the final vote on June 24th, council members who do not support the res- resolution don't have to sign it. Um, so there's your out, I guess. I don't know. Um, quote, this is their final. I want... Lexington citizens to know that their trash will be picked up, Gordon said. Um, let's see if there's anything. You more. heard it here fo- first, folks. Your Ma- trash will be picked up. Mayor Gordon is dedicated to making basic government services run, something not every politician can say anymore. Um, uh, here, let's see. Oh, where's the um, There's another magistrate. Um, where is the quote for this? What? been lost into the ether okay i guess it's just covington um i can't tell if this is like the city of lexington of covington kentucky is speaking or if it's just a guy whose last name is covington probably your last name is covington i like i love the idea that the city of covington is speaking um but covington says quote we have grave concerns unquote um about lexington appearing to sway the outcome in an administrative hearing um so, uh, you know, people are um, bothered by the fact that Lexington is doing this. I say all power to Lexington, all power to the council. Um, uh, go ahead and start just ro- bo- expanding into the other counties and making them um, your serfs. I think that's funny. Um, Urban, Urban Council Uber Alice. I, I don't know what that means. I'm not historically well read. What is, what, what is this? Can you Uber, have... What's the German, uh, German slogan, Germany overall? I don't like that. Can't believe that. Can't believe it's in you. the it's in the uh, national anthem. Uh, that's fucked up. That's sad. Speaking of things that aren't sad, however, <laughs> actually, well, it will take a turn for the sad. But first, I'm ready. Let's celebrate a little. Lexington may soon become the second city to ban no-knock warrants, a thing that has been printed in the Herald Leader for maybe a year now. Um, is it finally happening though? The Lexington and Fayette Urban County Council voted nine to six Tuesday to move forward an ordinance that bans no knock warrants, which allows police to enter home without knocking. This ordinance also stipulates how knock warrants must be how knock and announce warrants must be served. The ordinance will get a first reading on Thursday, so that's today. Um, I don't know if the meetings happened already. Probably already happened. Probably already happened. Um, I'm sure it's, it's already it got a first reading. I mean, no, no nothing of really note for that. Um, and the final vote will come in June 24th. Um, you know, so this is a, you know, obviously we all want this to happen. Um, fuck the police. Uh, this is one of the um, easiest uh, actual points that we've ever have to make in the podcast. It's not like some advanced, like, how does gentrification stop thing? It's pretty obvious. This is um, this is a pretty evil thing that cops do, and it should be banned. Um Concerningly, the council did not restore an earlier provision that would have required officers to wait a minimum of 15 seconds before entering when using knock and announce warrants, despite repeated pleas from members of the black community to do so. Instead, officers were able to pause, quote, a reasonable amount of time, unquote, 
a standard that is obviously vague and subjective, many black leaders said. Whoever the many black leaders are, mm, uh, we'll just have to tune in. Uh, we'll have to we'll have to suss that out ourselves, I guess. But I don't know. Mayor Gordon, of course, um, being the uh, landlord cop that she is, uh, does not support a ban on no-knock warrants. Um, however, she issued a moratorium that only allows for no-knock warrants with her approval, and none of them have been served. This was passed in June 2020. I wonder why. Direct action works, baby. Um, our chief freak of the evening, election and police chief Lawrence Weathers, urged the council during its meeting Tuesday not to enact the no-knock ban. Lexington police are highly trained, rarely use no-knock warrants, and need access to no-knock warrants in limited circumstances, he argued. The current process has several checks and balances and multiple layers of sign-offs before the warrants get to a judge. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, bullshit. Um, you know, lots of people claiming. Jennifer Reynolds, um, I guess one of the last few good ones. Um said that Gordon's Commission on Racial Justice and Equality, who met for months and made 54 recommendations in October, recommended banning no-knock warrants. And that commission was impaneled. Uh, impaneled? Whoa. New word of the day, Aaron. Impaneled. Are you getting this? I'm getting this. this well, is... I'm, I'm reading the latest scoop from Beth, Beth Musgrave. Oh, she wrote something today? Yeah, she wrote something an hour ago. This this just into the lame desk. No, I've heard... That's, I, I, oh, this is already... I printed that out. I have it right here. It says from one hour ago. Yeah, it must have been updated. I have it right here. Very sad. And let, we'll hear it. Because we'll, I was we'll, following along, actually. We'll, we'll compare articles yeah, we'll compare. Um, at the end, you know. Did you, did you get to the part where the fraternal order of the, order of the Fuck police... off! No! Stop it! <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! Let me run my show! Do not spoil it! The, there is no... Is there no drama? Is there no... Is there no theater on this allowed on this podcast? Is there no irony? Uh, I'm sorry I spoiled it. This is so fucking Look, sad. I won't, I, won't, I won't say anything else. My lips are sealed. No, jeez. Uh, All right, okay. Welcome to the Just Me podcast. Um, uh, Vice Mayor Steve, uh, Steve K. Um, uh, pointed out a very interesting point. He said that the four no-knock warrants selected the police have served in the past five years were all executed to preserve evidence in drug cases, despite Lexington police previously saying that they had not been used to preserve evidence. Um. Uh, quote, I strongly believe that we have a great police force and led by a great chief, yet, um, K, uh, K said, uh, you know, um, yet the black community has repeatedly said does not want the police to use no-knock warrants. Um, quote, my sense is that the no-knock warrants prevent, uh, presents a threat, a continuation of the way that they have been working at the wrong end of police enforcement. I want them to have faith in the department, K said. What I don't want to read is that there has been a shooting and no one will come forward and provide evidence to the police. Okay. Others said they trusted the police in Weathers. Um, it's everyone's uh, least favorite shithead, Councilman Worley, um, who is, uh, you know, big FOP endorsed. Quote, I believe such a tool should be available. Our police and our chief have the discretion and sound judgment that I trust them to use it, said Councilmember Preston Worley. Councilman Fred Brown didn't even get a quote. What a bitch. Um, also said that ban- he also said that banning no knocks was an overreaction. Council for, Councilman Fred Brown, I think your um, existence on the council is an overreaction. Um, quote, banning no-knock warrant. Oh, he did get a quote. I'm not even going to read it. Fuck you. Um, I will read this one very funny one, which is, quote, officers feel unsupported by community leaders, including the city council, Brown said. It must be so, babe, it must be so fucking hard for you. Wow. It's so sad. Okay, so for those who voted against the ban, Worley, obviously, Fred Brown, obviously, 
Susan Lamb, interestingly, Baxter, of course, a real estate agent would. Richard Maloney, sad, and Blesdo, um, who, I mean, do, do cops even go out to District 12? Um, uh, um, so, you know, we got lots of good... I, where's the... I'm sure they're actually going to say it in the... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, interestingly enough, Chuck Ellinger voted to ban the no-knock warrant. Josh McKern voted to knock it. Um, and uh, Kathy Ploman and David Kloiber. So glad to see um, sometimes people can do the right thing. But um, was was interesting is that Worley, Blesdo, and Baxter voted for this ban when it passed the planning and public safety in May, but they reversed this vote in Tuesday. Um, Worley, of course, uh, was taking some uh, hit um, heat from the uh, his boys, uh, the FOP, and he said that his yes vote during the May committee meeting was to move the ordinance forward in Tuesday council's work session. Sad. Um, hours before the council vote on the no knock warrant ban. Oh, okay, so there's you know did people did some good direct action. Um, uh, um, Owens and other black faith leaders. Um, uh, gathered on the steps of Main Street Baptist Church to read the letter. The group marched from Main Street Baptist to City Hall to hand deliver the letters to the council and the mayor. It was one year and four days ago that the group first took the letter to city leaders asking for substantial economic and police reforms in the wake of social justice marches and demonstrations sparked by the killing of Breonna Taylor in Louisville, George Floyd in Minneapolis. For those of you that are um, that aren't playing along here. Um, let's see what else we got here um they're upset that the uh, ordinance is a little watered down here um uh, i am too um you know, uh, obviously i mean we've been covering all the public comment things people are constantly coming in and asking this to happen i think this is a widely popular um thing i don't think people like living in a police state shocker there's actually very few people that enjoy that um people were happy obviously um and now the follow-up article right the union that represents police officers blasted nine members of the lexington fayette urban county council who voted tuesday to ban no knock warrants saying that they were pandering to quote racially erratically anti-police protesters unquote in facebook posts the fraternal order of the police bluegrass lodge number four yeah, posted um uh Oh, no, that's not there yet, but no, they literally uh, sorry, Aaron is showing me what I'm about to read here. Um they literally posted a photo of every district councilor um uh about who it is. Um notice, noticeably interestingly, um not everyone got the same number of uh likes. Um the the angry reacts on that post. Um the highest number I saw was nine. So, um, yeah, a truly deeply unpopular organization hated even the, by those in it. Hannah Legree got 22. Holy shit. Um, and then, and but then Mark Swanton, this guy said, or she is representing her constituents' views. Well, I'm glad to see someone's willing to take the police to task on Facebook. Um, but this is, I think, even more insane than posting just, like, photos of city councilors. Josh McKern got 22. Whoa, never mind. Hold on a second. People just have must have petered out by the end. Um, so the Fraternal Order of Police Bluegrass Lodge Number 4 
on Facebook tied a rise in the number of shootings and murders this year to the vote to ban no-knock warrants. City leaders are less concerned with your safety than they are with pandering to a small group of radically anti-police protesters, one post read. Um, uh, in another post, the FFP tied two Wednesday murders to the vote of the no-knock ban. Oh, wow, look at them. Um, this is a awesome. Uh, a National Fraternal Order of the Police created this um, image macro. The 2021 homicide rate in some cities are reaching historic levels compared to the same time period in 2020 and 2019. Philadelphia up 32%. Chicago up 5%. New York City up 18%. Minneapolis up 76%. Portland up 533%. I don't like... Yeah, I think... Um, they Like, what is what is their fixation with, like, this, like, the obviously, like, not real gun, like, the the inflated numbers? It, I mean, we could we could spend the rest of our life trying to answer this thing. Just go listen to the citations needed, yes. uh, relevant citations needed episodes. Um, but yeah, uh, they posted these people faces. Um, uh, you know, Kay and other council members for and against Van have said repeatedly that the decision whether whether the police should use no knock warrants is not about being for or against police. For me, it, personally, it is. Um, yeah, so uh, deeply, deeply fucked up that you have the fraternal order of the police like. Um, you know, telling your poor your um your moms on Facebook that uh the ban on no knock warrants has led to more violent shootings, um, which is pretty fucked up. Um, and uh, do we have any more to say? I mean, it's just, um, I, I feel like a staple of our show to say fuck the police. Fuck, you know, fuck the police. Yeah, I mean, n- nothing, nothing more, nothing less. They're an evil, evil organization um, who does evil things. Um, and the fact that they pulled out every stop and are saying that these city councilors are like responsible, I see it. I see it. This is a this is a uh, audio based medium, Aaron. This is your I'm just showing it to you. You're preaching so to you the can, choir over here. I'm just showing you how bad these posts go. Well, I don't know if you'd want to go to the Fraternal Order of Police Facebook page, but it's exactly what you would expect. They're uh, like two. They're two bad votes away. From uh, just drawing like a mustache and goatee on Hannah Legree's face, um, and just calling the calling her like dumb, um, and that <laughs> that'd be like the image macro. Dumb. Um. So this is a uh, moving on. I have a very interesting thing. You know, they say that the best bellwether for um, whether gentrification is happening is your neighbor in your neighborhood is if the artists start moving to it. Um, now I wanted to say that because it's funny. Um, what's interesting here in this case is that the artists are not moving to it. They seem to have been there all along, which is cool and exciting. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about the very specific intersection of Midland and third street where all of Lexington's fixation with gentrifying the East side lies. You will find a multi-use development building, a building called the MET. You will find, of course, the second DV8 kitchen, which has, you know, for um, mysterious circumstances beyond our control, has uh, it's gone, you know, like, you know, almost two years now before um, opening, which is sad to see. Um, recently, the MET uh, put up this uh, large um, poem by Frank X. Walker, local Lexington um, uh, poet and former former Kentucky poet laureate. Um, he works for UK, I believe. Yeah, he does. Um, which we love to see. I'm not going to read the whole poem, even though I thought about that'd be a fun way to open the uh, podcast. But um, uh, you know, we had a better poem. Uh, certain <laughs> things, yeah, literally. Um, we, which is sad to say. Uh, and it's 
interesting because almost every article written about this is hidden behind a paywall, whether it's being just a, this is a subscriber only episode, or if it's just being hidden behind the Lex Go thing, which, um, psycho, 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 do not like this. Um, anyway, you can just go to Midland and third and see it for free. Exactly. Um, and the scoop is kind of difficult to get. Um, they just keep talking about this development. This is a a um, a, a nonprofit group called um, Art Inc. Kentucky. That is INC um, period, like incorporated, but they're not a corporate corporation. I don't think they are. Um, I don't know. I don't know how structures go. Right? What can I say? Oh no, Aaron! We can't even talk about this. Look how horribly over time I've gone. It's okay. Keep going. No, Keep this going. is terrible. Oh fuck. Um. Well, anyway, uh, they're opening up these spaces. They're opening up in a literal artist village, um, which seems insane. Uh, and just some other, just some other things. Beth Musgrave, of course, has been covering has been covering this for a while. Um, but yeah, I, I. I feel so bad, guys. I'm out of it. The passage of time has become a mere illusion to me. Um, and I guess with that, I, I yield my time. We'll talk about this more next week. Uh, bonus episode. Sure. Yeah, don't don't get too excited about that. Um, but who knows? Bonus episode question mark. And uh, with that, I I yield my time. All right. I guess we'll see you in a few. This is so sad. You guys are listening to the lame, the Lexington offbeat Marxist experience, but offbeat is spelled off. with an A. I'm so, guys, I'm off today. My <laughs> apologies, my sincere apologies. I come to you hat in hand and pillow in head um, today. My apologies, my sincere apologies. Um, like I was saying at the beginning, if you would like a sticker, yes. they're free. Mm-hmm. We, we can't give these away fast enough, um, but there's only a certain amount. So claim yours while you can. While supplies last. While supplies last. They're calling it the sticker. And uh, there's two, two of the same joke in one episode. How, yeah, how bad deeply, can deeply fucked up. Yes. Um, but um, if we're mailing these out to you. Yes. Give us an address. It doesn't even have to be yours. This is true. Um, give us a P.O. box. You give know, us, start... uh, we'll send it to Hannah Legree's house. We won't, we won't know. You and your friends go in, pull some money, buy, get a collective P.O. box. Everyone gets keys to it. How cool. Um, and uh, it's your lame sticker receiving P.O. box. because or uh, if you if you see us on the street, uh, you can stop us and we'll give you a if sticker. If you see me on the street and you clock me as the host of this podcast, I hope you brought some rope for me to hang myself with <laughs> because my cover is blown. Um <laughs> But uh, you can uh, contact... Oh, yeah, but yeah, I'll give you a sticker. Yeah, you can... Con- well, the, you'll get the sticker first, and then you'll hang yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you can contact us... Uh, it's uh, actually... I drop it. Um, I ah. sort of fade away when I die, and I, there are the stickers. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like... That's like your uh, soul, like, collapses into stickers. Yeah, the, the wear guild on, on my life is the lame stickers. Anyway. Nice. Um, but you can contact us about stickers uh, either through the DMs on Twitter, or you can... Email us at lexlamepod at gmail.com. Or you could put your address on our guest book at lampod.neocities.org. Lampod.neocities.org. Bring it back, folks. We're we're bringing it. Will you be bringing it? Mm -hmm. Leave your address online in plain text. (laughs) We will send you mail for fun. 
and not just us. Um, and you can also email us about other things like comments, questions, episode suggestions, and to become my pen pal. Mm. Still waiting for a pen pal. I blank on that account. Well, he didn't email us about. He didn't. He didn't. He doesn't want to become my pen pal. He didn't email me. Why? Well, I, I mean, he. he I think he, he keeps well, in touch. Well, he keeps in touch. But I mean, you know what I mean, though. Like, it doesn't have to be. It's not about the podcast. We're it's, just like pen pals. Oh my god! It's we're just we're just talking. Just as, you know, I feel like sometimes we lose focus on what the purpose of this podcast is. I, I well, worry sometimes that you're more interested in the pen pal getting um, aspect of uh, look, podcast. I'll be the first to admit that this podcast is a front for just getting pen pals. Yeah, I mean, look, I thought about I would. Would I be lying if I said that I was that I had was interested in a podcast as a vehicle for pen pals? Mm. Um, no comment. Uh, but I'm I'm here for the hard hard hitting truths that Beth Mus- that Beth Musgrave has written. Um, and you can also don't forget to check out the uh, links in the show notes for the uh, Justice for North Fork party that's happening this weekend and a then, literal party, folks. And then, I don't are we do we win or is it just a party? They're just having a party. Hell yeah! Um, it'll this be is great. Fun. Um, I won't be there. I have other obligations. Mm, sad. Um, I would be there if I didn't have other obligations. But um, and also there's the uh, zoning Zoom meeting. So make sure you te- check that out. Um, if you like what you hear, or if you don't like what you hear, you can leave us five stars on iTunes. Yeah. Um, and uh, leave a little text review. We'd love mm-hmm, to read it. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, let's go into side B. All right. You guys are listening to Lame, the Lexington offbeat Marxist experience, but offbeat is spelled with an A. I'm Aaron. And I'm Jenry. Um, and I'm just going to kick back and maybe fall back asleep during this one. It's very possible. This is uh, I'm starting up a new series here on Lame um, called uh, Civic uh, Less Lessons. Civic, civic Less. <laughs> yes, Civic Less. That's so <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um. Which we've, you know, we've kind of done some preambles on this show before with a preview for 22 in which we covered um, who we're going to be voting for or who will be up, whose seats will be up for grabs in the coming years, um, specifically next year, Uh 2022. Um, And we've also talked about some basic city council stuff. Uh, incidentally, over, yeah. the, over the past like, couple months, for instance, today I learned that there's a council parliamentarian, and he also happens. It also it's a position that happens to be staffed by the worst council member. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I have done is I have uh, read the city charter. Wow, um, braver than the troops. Because um, I'm like, well, there's all these weird rules. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to be doing uh, this is part one of our um, n part series. Um, on the charter we're going to be talking about the uh, city council today and the powers of the urban government uh tune in next time when we talk about the mayor oh um, wow um but who knows when that'll happen it could be next week it could be next year mm-hmm. um so uh the the city of lexington otherwise known as the lexington fayette urban county government or lafuck yeah everyone's favorite uh, partnership between the city and the country well it's not a partnership if they're the same people the, mer- the, the union yes um in a way i mean I, you know unions are partners but anyway um what you know the first part of uh this uh this uh i don't want to say constitution the charter um is uh what powers does the city have just the city itself so 
Um, there are 13 powers that I identified as being major or that's of, awesome of you, just, you just wrote off some other powers you're like ah, no one wants that well there's some other powers that are like oh duh. um wow. so they you know levy taxes they can borrow money within approval of certain uh council stuff um they can own property they have power of eminent domain they can pave roads maintain sidewalks etc they have the power to create to create airports waterworks and public utilities hell yeah they don't have to maintain those um they create and maintain prisons, hospitals, and libraries. Mm. Um, One of those is not like the other folks. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, pass and enforce laws that maintain the public welfare, uh, adopt housing codes, control traffic, and vehicle standards. Um, they protect the environment. They have the power to protect the environment. Do they protect the environment? Well, they don't have garbage oh. in Fayette County, so... Um, you tell environment me. protected. <laughs> you tell me they can control emissions. That's specifically one of their powers. Mm, um, and yet, and, and yet, uh, provide protection for and uh, protection for and prevent cruelty. And this is interesting. Why they pointed this out to children and animals. Mm. Um, just very specifically, I don't, I'm, I want to meet the the one of the founding uh, framers of the charter who uh, put that in there. That was like a like a compromise or like, I oh, will give you this uh, like section. If you get to put the cruelty and animals clause in the powers of the city. I don't know. That's kind of, that's kind of interesting to me why that's there. Yeah. Um, and they can, uh, create city agencies and abolish them as necessary. And then finally they can enter into contracts with private companies and other governments. Yeah. Truly a seventies charter. Um, mm-hmm. you wouldn't have seen this, uh, in like the fifties. Um, so those are the powers of the the whole the lexington fayette county urban government or as a apparently whole. all the ones that are cool the ones that are interesting okay um they have they love have like, you, i love how you described levying taxes as an interesting and unique thing that a government can do oh super no other government can do this um yes. it's a secret taxes. power it's a secret trick we've learned um so the next section is the council um yeah. they're officially referred to as the council mm-hmm. um and that's how they talk about them everywhere um as we've talked about previously there are 12 members and 12 district members three at-large members they have the power to enact legislation within the confines of the city powers yeah um let's talk a little bit about districts and redistricting um they're determined by the census they literally so the census has all these like zones yeah um like population zones so they just say like all right district three is zone xyz district 12 is zone ab abc yeah um and it's interesting they they can't redistrict this is one of the stipulations any later than april 1st in an election year nice so they can't they can't shift anything around that's a little i mean it's a little late for the primaries, right? Yeah, like, so it has to be before the primary. Well, I mean, I'm glad it's before the primary, but like it's a little too close to the primary in my from my humble taste. But anyway, I love um, that. I love that. That's a. St- I love the idea that you got some mad mayor out there just like constantly redistricting. Yes, it was interesting too because all of the uh, all of the um, districts are fourteen thousand people. Hmm. So if you look at if you look at a map of the districts, each of them contains approximately fourteen thousand people. That's interesting because District Three is huge. Um, 
It's also well. It's also mostly the university. I know it's too, also the, so. mostly the university, but there's a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. Um. So their terms, um, they start on the second Monday in January. We watch them get as Lane did. Uh, <laughs> that is, uh, members can't serve uh, more than six consecutive terms. Six consecutive years. Twelve. Twelve years. What? Six consecutive terms, 12 Holy years. Holy shit. Are you sure? I always yes. thought it was three consecutive terms. No, that's for at large. Because ah. they serve four. Mm. At large is four, but the maximum you can serve in any one position is 12 years. If that's in a district council position, then you have six terms. If that's in a, an at large system, uh, if that's an at large position, then that's three terms. Okay. So now you know. Now I know. Wow. Schooled um, on my own podcast, but there are some qualifications to being on the council. You, not anybody yeah. can just be on the council. Well, you have to be living and breathing, and um, can drive a car. Although it seems like a lot of our uh, a lot of our councilor council members are just anybody. I mean, um, that's the, what uh, I mean. I could have run for city council when I turned eighteen. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's pretty. Um, so you have to actually you had to have been a resident and a qualified voter for at least one year. Yeah. Um, you also have to have lived in the district for at least six months. All right. Um, you must continue to reside in the district that you represent once you're elected. So if you live in District 3 and you get elected to District 3, you can't move to yeah. District 12. Mm-hmm. Um, this is interesting. Their original salary was capped at $6,000 a year. Well, that's uh, part of inflation. But I remember looking at that and being like, wow, what a pittance. Yeah, but... That's um, what I make. I, I was struggling to find their current salary, but I know the, the police chief makes over $140,000. Oh, this council ain't making that much. I think the count... I, God, I feel like I looked this. No, I found this number. It was like 76000 I feel like that's insane, though. Mm-hmm. Um, or just throw that into an inflation calculator, because I'm ni- 99% sure it's just tracked with inflation. It's probably around thirty or 40000 Then maybe, yeah. Maybe. that's That would be my that guess. That sounds way more right than than 70-something. Um, if there's ever a vacancy on the council, the mayor uh, appoints a suitable replacement. And yes, the council as has, we witnessed. Yes, the council has to approve within 15 days. Mm-hmm. And if they, they if they disagree with the appointment, they the mayor appoints it again until they find somebody who they like. I love that. Um, so they can just keep going forever. Yes, beautiful. Um. Then there is the issue of the presiding member of the council. Typically, it's the mayor, and mm-hmm. if it's not the if the mayor's not present, then it's the vice mayor. Shocker. Um, if there is so the vice mayor, um, if the vice mayor can't preside, it goes to the next highest vote getter yeah. of the at-large people. Um, Which is if, also how the vice presidential succession goes. If there is a tie for vice mayor, the council votes on who the vice mayor gets to be. Okay, wicked cool. Um, and then uh, some some parliamentary stuff. Uh, two two readings of relation two readings of a resolution are required, um, but the uh, councillors can suspend the rules with yeah. two thirds majority. This is what we learned. Yes. Yes. Um, all official actions of the council must be done with the public audience. Yes. So they can't uh, they can't uh, you know meet in some the, hotel and. Just have like a like a meeting in Mayor Gordon's hotel room. I wish that'd be so funny. Yeah. Um. And uh, the quorum is ten. Mm. Um. So if you ever see fewer than ten council members at a meeting, there's no quorum. They're just hanging out. They're vibing on. Literally just vibing. 
And then they have the power to create the office of citizens advocate, which uh, they which they did immediately after the creation of the of the merger. Uh-huh. Um, they investigate citizens' complaints. They disclose any irregularities or abuses found in the LFUCG with its officers, agents, or employees. This is not police officers. Um, recommends policy changes to improve citizen access to Lafukaga uh, departments, divisions, agencies, and offices. Suggests ways to strengthen and govern, get, strengthen the government system, and provides callers callers with information and referrals. So they're just like. Mm-hmm. They're just like the resource for the citizen. Curious that the council controls that. Yes, they get to to choose who gets to be all, all that whole thing. Hmm. Um, they also have to do an independent audit this year with the auditors. Uh, must have nothing to do with the council, hmm. um, obviously. Um, and then they're also responsible um, for hiring um, these these uh, auditors and yeah. doing doing other various uh, appointments and stuff. But Uh um, for now, this is all I have written about the council. Um, And uh, that's all I have written about the uh, charter as well. Wow, folks. We successfully cut it in after an hour. Let me say this. You were listening to me talk, and you saw that 36-minute marker, and you, just like I, were starting to feel the heat. You're like, oh, no, it's going to be one of these. No, it ain't. We did it. We bagged this one. Um it's hard to editorialize the charter and yet editorialize we do um but yeah um maybe the charter should have been a series of um workers councils you know we have the lexington supreme soviet yes wouldn't that be fun all power to the lexington soviets and with that it's happened again Uh uh-huh you've wasted another perfectly good hour listening to lame we'd like to thank our esteemed executive producer charlie carey all yeah. the work you do. Charlie, very sad that you did not wake me from my nap. In fact, actually, I blame this charge further than Charlie. No one awoke me, and we're recording the podcast later, and all the energy is drained from me. Charlie, this is you. You're on the hook. If only there's a way to fire you, comma, there's no way to fire you. Period. Congratulations, Charlie, on all of your um, radio awards. We're very, we're very proud of you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think... Those are all for her, but I love the eye. Uh, she deserves them. Well, there's the picture she was. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think those are all for her. Um, our 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 sticker designer is Claire Thompson. Yeah, congrats, congrats for designing our sticker. Our uh, music producer is oh Mr. God. Taman Paula, and our um, sticker our sticker printer oh, <laughs> is Dr. Tackett's on. Um, and, <laughs> and don't drive like my brother. <laughs> and even though the Lexington Fayette Urban County government adds a, an amendment to the charter banning podcasts within city limits whenever they hear us say it, this is lame. I don't have any witty comment to follow up. I was really, <laughs> I was like, I was, and you heard it. That's right. You stick to those rules. I don't know. Bye.